If you like what we're doing at Star Wars in Character and at NeoZaz.com, we kindly ask that you take just a few minutes to check out our new Patreon page. Patreon is an opportunity to support the show and help us produce more specials, series, and events in the future. Check out patreon.com slash neozaz to see our milestone goals for the future of the show and the network and the perks and bonuses offered at our different levels of support. We love creating content at Neozaz and love doing these shows. We have a lot more we'd like to do, and with this new Patreon page, we look forward to starting those projects very soon. To learn more, visit patreon.com slash neozaz. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash n-e-o-z-a-z. is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about... Size noodles. Size noodles. <laughs> I don't know why. I always say that name. I think size noodles. It makes it sound like Uncle Uncle Remus or something from like Song of the South. I was thinking he's noodles. I was thinking he sounded like uh, uh, what's her name, Molly Shannon. I'm fifty. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like this. Very few people will know this. It's a purely Orlando regional thing, and it's like it hasn't been on for ten years. It used to be a guy that owned a used car lot. And he did commercials on local would have would have been UHF TV back in the day, and, and it was called Family Auto Mart. And his closing line was always Family Auto Mart. I see you here, and that's exactly what I thought of when he said that. Kyle Keckner, size noodles. All right, size noodles. Family Auto Mart. Now I got to go on YouTube and see if he has any videos that I can post What's along up? with this. We're all doing different things. I'm doing Kyle Keckner. <laughs> For those who don't know, Kyle Keckner was the shyster who ran a really shitty used uh, Shy Tower Chevrolet. Oh my god! Yeah, oh remember yeah. Him? Remember him? Yeah. He used to he used to bring whatever whatever prostitute he could get to to come to our movie theater. <laughs> he used oh, to have these. He used to have slides that advertised in the theater that were hand drawn yeah. pictures of him. And I don't know who did it. I want to say it was Bob. I'm not sure, but we got so sick of his shit. He'd it was always like he'd be like on like uh, like in a spaceship, and he'd be like, "Deals are out of this world," or he'd be in a submarine. It's like the treasure found. And I think it was Bob. He drew a picture of him, character with his finger right up his knuckle deep up his nose, and it said, "Your best pick." It was awesome. <laughs> Nothing like the first three minutes opening of your show being about regional shit that fucking no one knows what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> Kyle Keckler from Chi-Town Chevrolet on Route 309 in Clinkertown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Who's back? Ooh. All right, anyway. Small size noodles. <laughs> Kyle Keckler. Uh, appears in episode five, Return of the Jedi. Episode five? Six. Yes, I'm tired. <laughs> Six. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not, not to derail us once again, but my favorite part of the uh, USB drive is the reading of Marvel Comic Episode 48. My favorite line is Tim delivering re- a Lord of the Sith like James Earl Jones on that giveaway item for Celebration 3. 
Lord of Azeeth. <laughs> Episode six, right? That's Return of the Jedi. Am I right? Episode six. Six. Uh, All right. <clears throat> the character size noodle. So these names make sense a little bit. <laughs> to, to, to you to, to a month me. ago when you wrote them down. To, uh, Everyone who's at this table, it makes sense to, and it's, it's just me. <laughs> um, my name is this is this this name sucks. My name is, is Kurt Crispain. Oh boy! Did you shoot yourself? I was back? just oh, you beat me to it. In nineteen ninety four. Do you smell uh, like Teen Spirit? I, <laughs> sometimes in a certain area. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Awful. Um, today I am joined by these, these names. Are did I write these? Today I'm joined by Matt Jagger. <laughs> oh, I know. Stop I know. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right. You don't know this, what these names are? Yeah, I do. Oh, I do. Oh, okay. Oh. I just, I'm reading them, going, what was I thinking? But I, all right. Somewhere, I think mine's probably the worst. Matt Jagger's cool. Um, five miles away from me. Not, not to my right, is a person who I know you love, Dave. In real life, too. I am brought... I'm also, this guy's name is Dave Grohl. Isn't that one of your favorite singers? Absolutely. I, I know you like that guy a lot. And this one's, I think, pretty darn good. Last but not least, wait, wait. Kirk Chris Baines is a guy. Matt Jagger is a guy. Dave Grohl is a guy. And we're also brought... Also, who's with us tonight? Also is Pat Benetton. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're all lead singers. Do you get it? Dude? Hell, hell is for children. That's pretty bad too. That's that's her. That's her one of her songs. Hell is for children. Yeah, but it sounds good when when she sings it. Well, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> well, why did you pick? Why did you pick Cobain for your name? Yeah, that of is all the an people. odd choice. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Kirk Crispade. I don't know. I think I, I probably typed in like 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 famous lead singers and maybe his was one of the first ones to pop. <laughs> but of all the people, like the, you, yeah, you never you weren't even like a fan of Nirvana. You're absolutely right. I couldn't even tell you Besides, you just said the Teen Spirit one. I couldn't even tell you anything else. He that he did. That he said. And, the, and the way your name go, naming scheme goes, you could have done Jim Morrison, Chris, and gone S for S. Works for me. Yeah. <laughs> I could have done that. Yes. Well, Pat Bennett, Tim. Yes. Give us some facts about Sice Noodles, please. All right. I wrote these. I wrote these facts down uh, a long time ago. So I've been refreshing over, refreshing with on them. Yeah, I can't speak today. Uh, for a while now, look, trying to remember what I wrote. But Sai Snoodles, she is a female Palawic from uh. the planet Lawic. <laughs> yes. Uh, now this is a it's, a, it's kind of a, a marshy <laughs> rainforest. <laughs> what, what was that? Nothing. Oh, no, good. My my microphone worked for a second. Fine. I'm just happy that my microphone's working. <laughs> Dave's just happy to be here. Um, now they, her planet is is kind of like a rainforest planet. It's it's very marshy and rainforesty and hot. So I guess that's why she's not wearing much in the way of clothes <laughs> and just more of a grass skirt. Mm, uh, so yeah, that's, that's like a loincloth kind of yeah. deal, right? She's covering her loins. I uh, now that now they, I just realized now you've mentioned that is 
freaking realize he's been topless my whole life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at my tits. Oh, God. <laughs> now, why is she Southern? <laughs> Where are you going to see another titty just as pretty? Oh, <laughs> <over here. laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Titty is pretty. Uh, uh anyway. Um now the the Paloic, they were they were uh amphibian type creatures and they had kind of bird like bodies. Uh <laughs> with their like sort of stork legs. So they 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 adapted well to the marshlands with their really long storky legs. Um now they uh, on the planet <laughs> Did Most it sound like their- you sharted in the middle of that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> it was my imagination. Thank, thank you, Matt. That's why I laughed there. I, <laughs> I heard him go. <laughs> now, now the uh, thing that... Oh, I can't do this. I'll have Fuck, to wait I for the replay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most of the species on the planet, including the, the Palauic, were uh, farmers for the most part. So I guess like it's a marsh planet. They're, they're probably like rice farmers or plants that are like rice patties and things of that sort on the planet. But they also hold a strong cultural identity with uh, storytelling and music. So a lot of musicians and a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of raconteurs there on uh, on Lawak. Reminds and me of saggy, uh, and saggy yellow titty. <laughs> <laughs> that description reminds me of Randy Newman from the that Family Guy episode, where like. After the Holocaust, we got all the apples you can eat, but we got Randy Newman singing about everything he he sees. He's like, and he just starts singing about literally everything that happens on the screen. <laughs> I was gonna do the song. I'm like, this is gonna take way too long. Just I was trying to remember the song. Just put it myself. Uh, just yeah, now, put in Randy Newman, Family Guy, YouTube should be there. <laughs> now, uh, there's not a whole lot known about Sai's early life. It can it can. Probably be assumed that she was born on this planet and probably was was raised on a farm. Well, one one characteristic of of her of her species is they are very friendly to everyone that comes to their planet. They're they're like their arms wide open. They like, come on, come on, come to come to our planet. We love everyone. Well, and uh, when you look like that, you got to be. <laughs> this is probably how she got off world. I think that she 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 more than likely befriended somebody to. Uh, take her on a ship to get her off the planet. Cause it doesn't actually say how she leaves her planet. She just sort of is there. And then she's not on the planet anymore. Um, <laughs> okay. Now around the beginning of the clone wars is really where we, we start to hear about her. She was kind of the, uh, the girlfriend quotes, uh, an arm candy of a low level crime Lord that we've all known. That we're all known to have come to, to love. Uh, Mr. Are, or Mrs. Zero are, the Hut. One uh, of Dave's favorites. Dave's favorite. Yeah. Hello there. Hello there. It's going to come up. I mean, can't you just skip to the Return of the Jedi <laughs> stuff? And, and and only the Return of the Jedi stuff from 1983 till 1996. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm watching the replacement part right now, trying to figure something out. Wait, they. No. She, uh, you know, she's, she's, she's his, his, his or hers mate of some form she uh she claimed that that they were in love but she was a she was a pretty sly femme fatale she had probably worked her way through a lot of a lot of people to get to to zero and um she had a job um performing like uh torch songs in 
clubs owned by Zero the Hut and actually owned by the the Hut family in general. So she would she would make the circuit performing at Hut clubs. Is she Harvey uh, Firestein? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she she apparently had she was kind of like Breathless Mahoney, ooh, with from, lips manless from uh, Dick Tracy. That's right, Dick I, Tracy. Uh, only Tim can do that. Tim, do that Tim, Tim loves Dick. We know that. Crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she would she would sing torch songs mainly to her uh or predominantly male fan base. But while she was dating um Zero, she was hired by Jabba to come and perform it uh in Nalhutta. Now that's that's the uh, the Hut's home planet. And this is at this point, this is after the Clone Wars movie. This is where Zero is he has already been arrested. He is he is imprisoned. He has been broken out of prison. He has been brought to Nalhutta. He is in the custody of the Hutt's family uh, because he fucked over Jabba the Hutt and kidnapped his son, as we saw in the Clone Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yay. And she was brought she was brought here and she performs this. Strangely erotic burlesque performance, and she does this as a as kind of a cover for her main reason to be on the planet, which is to actually get close to where Zero is to break him out of prison, break him out of the jail cell, which she does. She she does her little song and dance, and then she uses her feminine wiles to uh, convince two Gamorrean guards to fight over her. And while they're both fighting each other and beating the shit out of her, she just sneaks past all dainty like with her little stork legs and uh, breaks a zero out of jail. Is this uh, on the cartoon? Like this is. Is uh, Jabba the Hutt? Is Jabba the Hutt on that cartoon too? Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was on there too. He's, he's probably on more episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's probably on more episodes than Zero. And oh, that's right, this, because that was the plot of that awful movie where they were rescuing his baby or something, right? Yeah. Stinky. Come on, Dave. His name is Stinky. All right. I, I remember now. <laughs> Stinky, right. Gotcha. Now, she she breaks Zero out. And actually, these these episodes, Dave, if you just watched the damn <laughs> show. Oh. No. Tim's trying so this, hard so hard to make you watch that, Dave. Because the, these are... He, even though Zero was on this, this is a really good story arc because uh, it's funny. There's you got you got the Zero comedy, which everyone loves. You see, you you meet you meet his mom. His name is Mama. Mom. Mama. Brother Yeah, you get to see all sorts of plants and 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 uh, Sice Noodles is uh, is quite sexy. Oh God. Um, <laughs> So she gets she gets Zero out and they escape and they travel back to Zero's home planet, uh, mainly because they want to retrieve this hollow pad. And Zero has this hollow pad as sort of his the feather in his cap. This is the one thing that's keeping him alive. Is this this hollow pad has all the information on all the Hut crime families of everything they've ever done. So there's a lot of incriminating evidence and a lot of things you can use to blackmail people. And he's the only reason he's alive at this point is because he's the only one that knows where this pad is. Is it the Hutacron? So, yes, yeah, he's the only one that can open it. Only, only <laughs> can only be opened by a hut. Uh. Um, 
So she talks him into going with him to go get this pad. And then under the, the assumption that they're going to run off and live happily ever after. Well, they get there and the, he actually hides the, he actually hid the, the pad, I think in the tomb of his dead father. So they go and they get the pad. And as soon as they have the pad in hand, what does, what does Sunil's do? She turns around and uh, shoots and kills Zero the Hut. You get to see, you literally get to see Zero the Hut die a painful death Dave. at the hands of Storky Leg here. That's isn't that the scene of the infamous? Yeah, what about Yep, that's the scene. That, that those were some of Zero's last words. Um, Do you really mean? That? But she she shoots him. <laughs> And what does she do with a hollow pad? She takes it straight to Jabba because what she's moving on to bigger bitch. and better, <laughs> bigger and better and more powerful huts to do what she will with that long mouth of hers. <laughs> if you're an entertainer like she is, there's probably that's probably like the uh, I don't know Caesar's Palace of uh, the Star Wars entertainment world. I think isn't I say it? the like, Caesar's yeah. Palace of Jabba's Palace. Wait, what? She's <laughs> the, the Caesar Romero. Yeah, that's, um, like, that's like that's like Matt, that's like playing Madison Square Garden. Like you, you, you probably want to play there as a musician, right? Yeah, I would think so. It probably got, pays yeah. well. It's either that or be the house band at Wurz, or uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, Shaman's. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, at, at this point, you know she she's got to make a new life for herself. She's she's. Not really Jabba's woman. She's just kind of his F buddy, I guess. Oh. <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> Who knows? If you gotta ask, you'll never understand. <laughs> Who knows how she how she can work that putty? Oh. But uh, putty. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, putty. <laughs> yeah, that's right, buddy. Don't yeah, boss right. me. <laughs> So over the years after the Clone Wars, she <laughs> now I get your guys' reference. <laughs> Gotta support the team. Gotta support the team. The Devils. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Best tick ever. He yes, that's true. Uh, over the years, um, you know she she had to she she worked as obviously as a singer. She would jump from band to band and do you know one night stands here and there and. Um, she, she joined up with this band, uh, ever Arbus and his, and his galactic <laughs> jizz whalers, oh! Oh! And the galactic jizz whalers band. As we all know, it's not jazz in star Wars. It's jizz. <laughs> it's jizz. <laughs> I, who, Leland Chi, come on, man. Change the name of that music. Yeah. Leland. You erased the EU. That let's not let that one slide back in. Yeah. So get rid of jizz. <laughs> And jizz whalers. Yeah. <laughs> jizz whalers. Um, now they they she had a hit song with them. It was, it was called "The Joyous Night I Ate My Mate." Oh my god! <laughs> that, this just gets worse. How's, yep. how's that good, Tim? I don't know the tune. Okay, but it's southern. It's, <laughs> How would it go? The night I ate up my mate. He was a tasty dish. I had a deep fried in covered with chocolate and I don't know. Well, I know what we're doing for our next musical number. 
Yeah, we'll do a rendition of that joyous night I ate my mate. We should actually no. look on Wikipedia and get a list of so- known song titles in the Star Wars universe and adapt those into something. Yeah. That would be so <laughs> much fun. Don't, don't tell Dave album. that. Dave, Dave will start working on that. Monday at work. Dave, I, gotta get, I gotta get you a program. Yes, called, I'm doing I gotta get you a program called Songsmith by Microsoft, where you just you sing whatever tune is in your head. You just sing the words. It takes the cadence and the pitch and everything you do, and write some music. We don't even need to know how to write music to have a full song at the end of this. Hey, I'm doing it. <laughs> you could actually, the, you could do this to probably Frankie Valley's. Oh, what a night! That choice night, late September when I ate my meat. That's pretty good. Oh boy, didn't you taste great? <laughs> what a choice night! Well, my jeans are um. what a night. <laughs> <laughs> now, un- unfortunately, Ever Arbus died. Poor guy. That's Orbis sad. died. He died in an altercation with Vigrin Dan, who was oh, probably oh, on, a, on a glitter stem rage. <laughs> uh, hopped up on glitter yeah, stem. Yeah. Gl- doesn't sound that dangerous, though, does it really? Look out. Yeah. He's wired up on glitter stem. Oh, really? He <laughs> might Whoa. backhand you to death. <laughs> um, this left side, she had to start all over again. Her band's gone. Her, her Ever Arbus, her jizz master is gone. Oh, no more jizz for her. <laughs> she has to make her own jizz at this point. <laughs> that, that, that's hard to do. <laughs> Especially, Especially when people are watching the country. Wait, what? Just a, just, she's just a little farm girl. <laughs> she never had to make jizz. You're now she's on her cow. own. <laughs> you know how to milk a cow, you can milk a jizz. <laughs> It doesn't make sense. Figure it out. <laughs> Lips or hips. Um, it's either way we're willing. So she uh, she picks up pieces and she she agrees to join up with Mac Re- Max Rebo's band. Um, but she had she she had, when she joined up with Max Rebo's band, she had a condition. I mean, I mean, she had she has a lot of conditions, but the, her her condition for joining. Oh, she had a performance condition. I thought you meant she had like a medical a condition. condition. She had all sorts of other conditions. Jizz poisoning. Usually, or penicillin something. would get rid of. It. <laughs> That's just going around a lot. Jizz poisoning. <laughs> Didn't Rod Stewart have that but, at one point in an Urban Legend? Oh no, he did not. There's no proof for that. And Michael Jackson. Michael, I didn't know you were such a Rod Stewart defender. Wow, this opens up a whole I, new avenue of jokes. I, I love Rod Stewart. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, you say so, that about everybody. Like it's Rod Stewart, it's Mel Gibson, it's, it's Michael Jackson. No, there's no proof. There's no proof, <laughs> Dave. There's show me proof of Michael Jackson and Young Boys. I'm show. not saying. I'm not saying anything. It's just like if you were a lawyer, that would be your defense. No you get up there. There's no proof. <laughs> you must acquit. That's right. <laughs> There's no proof. If the boy don't fit, you must have quit. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking bastard. (laughs) What I love is that Chris can say whatever he wants about whomever he wants with no repercussions. We bring up things that are like way closer to possibly being true. Not saying they are, but possibly being true. And he gets all up spin out of shape. There wasn't there rumor. Was it, was it dry Stewart and and Bowie or was it? There's, there's, yeah, you Bowie could, and Jagger. Oh, that's it, I'm sorry. Okay, you could. Yeah, I know whatever whoever the rumor was, the joke I was making, I know was not. I wasn't saying it was true. No, I just want to make heard, that clear. 
I actually heard that about Rod Stewart had yeah. to get his, his his stomach pumped. That's what I, I remember that. the that legend was. was. Yeah, they, they said that about a thousand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually think that's true. It's only true when when talking about Jerry Penicoli. That's the only time it's ever true. No, it's not true, Jerry. I, well, he ain't hearing you now. I know he listened to the show. I'd say with love, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Didn't he die in a skydiving accident? Jim O'Brien. Oh, sorry, wrong guy. Okay. How oh, Jim O'Brien died? Yeah, like twenty five years ago. Again, here we are with regional people that no one has any fucking idea who we're talking about. Holy crap! I'm regional gonna have to look newscasters. This up. He yeah. died in like nineteen eighty five or something. Yeah, he died when we were all in school. Jim O'Brien. Maybe I'm getting to mix up with someone else. But not not Cohen O'Brien. Jim O'Brien. <laughs> Dave Roberts is still alive, right? Yeah. And Larry yes. Kane. As long as they're alive, everything is okay. <laughs> Dave Roberts is still alive. Yes. This is Philadelphia yeah, newscasters exactly. in character. How about Don Pollock? Oh, that's what I'm taking shit. All right, everybody. We're going to go back and talk about Psy now. Where we go. Uh, so, no, she she had a condition that she, to, to join Max Rudolph's band. She would only join the band if they would let her very close friend and dancer, Greta, oh, join the band. Oh, this is... Now we're in the special edition horse shit. This is <laughs> so... The only reason she's there is because Greta Dave, is Dave's there. Dave's resetting I'll, his mic because I think he's got something to say right now. No, I'm just listening. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I, I no. this, this is like so. Now they're ruining. They're if the if this Greta thing is part of her backstory, then they are truly eliminating the original thing, right? Yeah, pretty much. All right, I'm listening. <laughs> but she was also good friends with Droopy McCool as well. So naked mole rat. She must have. Maybe he <laughs> might. We haven't done Drew McCool yet, but he possibly could have been a jizz whaler back in his days. <laughs> he <laughs> looks like a jizz whaler. I hope so. <laughs> Who isn't? Are we all? No. Yeah. <laughs> Just Rod Stewart. Oh, see. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Rod even, Stewart. Even though she already has a pre-existing relationship with Java. She had to convince his major domo, Viv Fortuna, to sign the Rebo band to an exclusive contract at Java's Palace. Sign, please sign. <laughs> but they weren't they weren't paid with money. They were they were paid in jizz. They were literally paid. They're paid in jizz. They were paid with a lifetime supply of free food. So whenever they were at Java's <laughs> Palace that's they awesome. could hit that buffet and never That's have to worry great. about paying for anything. What do you want for a lifetime of servitude? Golden Corral. <laughs> that is awesome. You serve waffles 24-7? Waffles. <laughs> you took your bitch to the Waffle House. <laughs> oh, Lord. Have I told you oh, no God. above you? <laughs> 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 That's jizz. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, a gold digger. Just for playing stuff on our phone. <laughs> Someone look up Kyle Keckler. Oh, God. And uh, Howard Eskin. Now, <laughs> now, a gold digger, she does not work for food alone. So she also found work as a spy. Working for anyone who would pay her for info on Jabba or anybody that was in his uh, palace. 
and she would relay info back to Jabba on these same people. So she was a, a double agent, triple quadruple agent. She was just an all around agent. <laughs> um, now she was not on Jabba's sail barge, but I, if I remember correctly, it wasn't Max Rebo on the barge. Yes. Don't, don't we yeah. have the band on there? Yeah, playing, uh, he's definitely there. One yeah. of those yeah. songs, like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one. And then there's uh, then there's that weird like moment where it's just like you know why she's not there. There's no words to that song. <laughs> yeah, there's no... that joyous night that I ain't my mate. Now after Jabba's death, the Rebo band broke up. I'm, I'm assuming because Rebo was dead. I'm, I'm assuming he blew up. <laughs> He blew, he, blew, good. he blew, but this time she had a. I guess she had a. She had developed a bad reputation. She had a hard time finding work after this because <laughs> she ate and, her goddamn uh, meat. You know, <laughs> every every band leader she works with dies. Yeah, <laughs> and just like Madonna, who played Breathless Mahoney and Dick Tracy, oh age is is and catching the- up to her. She's not getting any younger, and she was no longer the sex pot desired by all. Yeah, it still looks pretty good for an eighty-year-old woman. Who? I mean, yeah, Madonna? she looks okay. Yeah, <laughs> she she had developed she had developed a rival who was also a fellow Palawic. Oh God! She this this was this was a former Miss Curson winner. Her <laughs> name is Lariso Shatrunas, and um, okay, when she came along, she took away most of. Size admirers, so she Sai had no fan base. So there's no end story that that can that that was written for her yet, but oh. it can be uh, it can be assumed that she, you can still find her in the dingiest dive bars of around the galaxy, performing for measly credits and a little bit of food. But you all <laughs> also might be able to find her in a low end hotel as a prostitute. I can see you're slugging some um, major cock. Seriously, are you talking through well, a she's got toilet the, paper she's got tube? The what the hell is that? <laughs> what? what? You, you sound like you're talking through a toilet paper tube there for a second. <laughs> he was he was reenacting. So was, he took his shirt off, put a grass skirt on, and put a toilet paper tube in front of his mouth. <laughs> smeared some, smeared some mustard on his chest. That's, I'm gonna try that right now. How's that? That's pretty good. Okay. Hate that freaking song. Um, now, behind the scenes, she was originally a... I have very little behind the scenes information. Originally, she was an elaborate puppet. And I and I loved this puppet. I thought so, that was I, I was hoping so we awesome. were going to talk about this. And if we weren't, yeah. I was going to bring it up. I, yeah. <laughs> I like this puppet um, so much more better than the CGI size noodles. Yeah. And, and in the special editions, every shot except for one, I think there's one shot of the puppet left in this special edition. Everything else has been computer generated. There's certain aspects of the computer generation that I don't mind. I mean, but knowing that knowing how much I love the puppet, I kind of liked sort of the, the, the bounciness of her belly. Mm. You know <laughs> what I mean? Her belly. Yeah, I do. <laughs> like, like she, she just had kind of like kind of a soft bounciness to her CG character that I, that I liked, but I do prefer the puppet to the CG. Oh, guaranteed. You can even see 
like actually like the puppeteer's stick legs moving the legs <laughs> up and down. Yeah. And that's yeah, still great. I still love seeing that. Yeah. I can appreciate wanting to make her more animated and move her around. I'm not saying I agree with it. I can appreciate it. But they changed her so much, especially with the eyes and the lips. That's what really bugs me is that they... I like the subtleness of the... Like, barely having eyes and the fact that she was singing through... Well, it barely had a mouth. And now she looks like Sice Noodles and Janice Dickinson have a, had a daughter <laughs> with those freaking lips and eyes. And they gave her, like, pretty heavy, like, makeup. Yeah. Like, we, we, when we were little, we didn't know that that was a female character until we probably like it was like oh the voice is kind of female and i guess it has boobs but <laughs> we went now with it the, there's like some heavy heavy slutty makeup on it and now. it took the feather yeah. out of her head i now see man that's even yeah. worse i wanted to bring that up I'm, i i was like i i wanted to make sure that that was that was true because uh, i'm sure you'll talk about the action figure i remember being so careful with that action figure because i didn't want the feather to snap off of her head and yeah. then when that thing was in the new one, it was it wasn't even there. No. Yeah, the puppets. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the picture of the puppet now, and I and I I like the puppet. I think the puppet looks good. It doesn't it doesn't look alive by any means, but there's something about it. There's just it's just a really neat. It's just it, a really neat thing. Is it me or does do you guys remember like a little tiny string from the lips to the microphone? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Good. All right. Like and they connected the two, so it wouldn't go like whoa, fall way back. There was always like right. I don't know. Right on mic. Yeah. If it was that, or if it was the cable controller for her mouth, or what? I don't know if it. Yeah. What each one it was, did. I always thought it was that. That was the way they get the lips to move because that's that's featured pretty heavily on, on one of those documentaries yeah. from from back in mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi when you have the guy underground right underneath her with the poles and things attached to his own feet. So when she's dancing above him, it's yeah. because he's doing those exact same yeah. things right underneath her. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder who that, who that puppeteer was. I'm sure we could find out who it was, but um, yeah, size was dancer, but it was, it was probably, probably one of the, one of the, the people from, from Henson's company that did well, that. Probably. But, yeah. I remember when I was a kid and this is me being a little brat, um i i went to my aunt and uncle's house and they got me this this, i I feel really bad about when i think about i'm like man what an asshole i was and they got me uh a bunch of like choose your own adventure books and i was like oh i don't want books i want action figures and i said this to them and if my parents were around they would have said you shut up but my parents were around and i was i was being a little spoiled brat and so my my aunt brings the books back and they buy me the 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 Max Rebo band action figure set and I'm like hey this is awesome but man I would have slapped me if I was near me at that time but I just remember going ah. like because I guess that's all that's all I wanted was action figures and they gave me books and I, and I was being a little dick about it <laughs> what asshole but <laughs> those action figures are great and I had I had one of I had the one of the the side. I always had the size noodles one here by my computer, and I don't know what happened to it. I was that playing is, around with the last time we were recording, and now it's gone. That is one of the greatest. Like I remember getting being very excited about that because it was the three figures and the instruments that they came with, especially his organ. But that that was a very sophisticated little three pack yeah. of 
figures. Yeah. Yeah. So much so. You couldn't really do anything with them. It's not like you could send them into battle. No. Um, Didn't but matter. You, they were pretty much there as cannon fodder. <laughs> like when you would play crossbows and catapults, you would oh. just set the, the, the Max Rebo band also, knock them down. Bing, bing, bing. Love that game. Yep. <laughs> So, um, and, and we'll just talk about Lopty Neck and we'll talk about Lopty Neck every time we talk about anybody from yes. the Max Rebo band. Love that song. Fantastic song. <laughs> I love the version from the movie. They never, they've never released that version. As far as I know, it might've came no, out of that box set. It that didn't the one. I, no, I, the, the one box set I think that we both have with the black covers and then the Ralph McQuarrie yeah, art. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a studio version, which is way different. Actually. I like the raw version you hear in the movie. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, that's I don't believe that's ever been been put out. Um, there's, but that song was written by John Williamson Joseph, who was a member of Toto. There's only two places I've ever heard that again. One was the radio drama of Return of the Jedi, and the other mm-hmm. I think it was another audio drama, and I think it was that we don't play weddings, the figure and Dan one. They used oh, it in yeah. that as well. Uh-huh. But never then there's I the never English version of it. The version in English, work it out. And there was a music video on MTV for that. Oh, really? I remember. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we can find that on on, on not on iTunes, but on uh, YouTube, YouTube or something. Yeah. So when this comes out, I'm sure we'll find that and post it. I just um, the song is so uh, much more fitting for Java's Palace. I mean, that is a band yeah. that's hanging out at a dude's house. That's a song they'd sing. They would not do Jedi Rocks. Right, right. Yeah, it's more like this. It's more like a big bandy kind of thing than a than than like what you were saying. When the eight mom me me. Um. So anyway, that's that's all our. That was that was good, Tim. For a, a month old notes, you made a good episode out yeah. of it. Yep, Nika Futterman was the voice of the animated version, and she does a great version. Dave, Nika Futterman, Nika Futterman. Yeah, she's the voice of Asajj Ventress, but she she does a like real, a, really great squeaky version. Uh, like Asajj's character, Phineas <laughs> Q. Butterfats. <laughs> Nika Futterman. Awesome job, Timmy. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Now it's time for Matt's turn. Now it's time for Matt's turn. <laughs> like how you set that up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting for the the twelve uh, syllable. I'm gonna feedback. feedback. So yeah, this is I I went going back and listening to fairly recent episodes. I've said like four or five times I need to go to the iTunes reviews. So that's where I'm going. I'm going to the iTunes reviews. We're gonna see hey. what the new ones are. I don't know where I left off, so let's see. Um, I'll just start around here. I don't recognize any of these. Wow, it's been that long since I did it. I'm not sure. Ooh. All right, I'm not gonna go too far because that's if I did miss all these, I'm I'm well. Out of range. So I'll have to go back and actually find out where I left off. So I'll start here. This one was from a William R. Mom, and he says, <laughs> five star rating. He says, a sexy voice, level attitude, great hair. Of course I love Chris. Of course I give Chris five stars. And he goes, Wait, this <laughs> review this is a review of the entire podcast? Eh, still five stars. Not too shabby. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, who, was ne- who was that? Uh William R. Mom. Okay. 
He's looking for his phone number. <laughs> I'm, I'm, call, I'm calling him now. This one's from a, I think that's DR Morocco. It's all one word. It could be Jamar Morocco. Uh, says, funniest Star Wars coverage, five stars. The funniest Star Wars theme show ever. No news, rumors, reporting, just lots of laughs. Well, thank you for that. This is from a Don Garrison, I think is how it says. It says, effing awesome. One of my faves. Oh, hey. here's one I brought up before. And it is, it's back. This is, but they must have edited. It says, hilarious as F star CK. So they must have heard where I said I it was had the F bomb. So here's the one with the F bomb. I think it was originally posted as hilarious as fuck and taken down. Now he's edited it. So it's hila- hilarious as fuck. These guys have turned me into a bigger Star Wars nerd. Oh, this is from, I'm sorry, Dex715. These guys have turned me into a bigger Star Wars nerd than I already am. They, they're they insanely funny, too, and I often find myself rewinding stuff that they said to, just to make myself laugh. Top podcasting, guys. Keep up the awesome work. Well, thank you. And if you were the one that originally posted it with the full spelling of the F word and heard me talk about that and reposted it. Thank you. Cause I was sad that I didn't screen grab that. So, all right, moving on here from an OP two Oh five. He says, best star Wars podcast, another five stars. Great show made by a group of friends who love star Wars. Just all around. Great show. Thank you. We do love star Wars. <laughs> um, I'll just do a couple more and save these top because there's a, I, like I said, it's been longer than I thought here. So um, this is from Darth, Caliban, he says, go to show for Star Wars facts you never need to know. That's pretty good. You should do some of your names. He gave <laughs> us five stars as well, and he says, this podcast constantly reminds me of me and my three best friends in high school. There are only, there are only two Star Wars podcasts worth listening to, and Swick is one of them. Matt, Chris, Tim, and Dave, kudos, and keep on having fun. So, thank you, and I'll stop here because uh, there are some more, but I'll I'll stop here and come back Probably next episode, actually, I finish these up. And this is from a Brendan McVie, which I think is a name I recognize from Facebook. He says, fantastic, best Star Wars show on iTunes, four regular funny guys talking bull and having a good time discussing Star Wars, unpretentious and fun, great show I highly recommend. So thank you, everybody, for those reviews. Since we started doing feedback, we got a lot more, and there's another half dozen that I'll get to in the next episode. So Thank you for that. And for our feedback segment, this is certainly one way you can do it. You can always interact with us on Facebook. We like to share stuff from there. And you can always email us from our website. If you go to neozaz.com, there's a contact link at the bottom of the page. It's a the bottom right square. Can't miss it. Send us an email. I have a couple of those starting to, no, I wouldn't say pile up because I don't want to make it sound like a burden. I have a couple of those collected that I'm really looking forward to getting to. So we got a lot of catching up to this feedback segment is going much better than my old lame website segment. So I'm glad we made this switch. Feedback. <laughs> You're doing the Sanford and Son for a second. Feedback. 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 And I ate my mate. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Coming. I'm coming. Well, Dave, is it time? It's time. All righty. Let's do this. What I'm are bet- we doing, Tim? I'm betting five. Imperial Pursuit. Strikes back, 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 back. This is the penultimate episode, I think. This is 48. We're getting close. Mm. Oh, oh. Almost. I'm out. Either way, I'm out. Oh, you always say that. Uh, I'm always always out. (laughs) He's always out, this one. Always out. All right. Well, Chris, you have the scores there. Can you let us know where everyone stands? Yes. I am in first with 29 points. 
Congratulations. Thank you. Actually, that that's you, Dave. Oh. You're, you're at first. Matt is right on your ass. Right where I want him. Uh, with 20, <laughs> 26, he, he's got. Wow. All right. Tim has 18. And Chris has 11. <laughs> All right. Well, I got hot new questions fresh off the presses. I Chris, just wrote these before. Off the Jizz Whale Tour. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let me clear them off. Oh. <laughs> Are you using a rag or your mouth? Squeegee. <laughs> Young hearts be free tonight. <laughs> Time is on side. <laughs> Tim. Yes. Are you ready? Five points. Oh, you don't even want to have a category? Uh, what am I, 18? It's, it's, I gotta it, get... Yeah, it's balls for all now. Oh, I gotta, yeah, I, it really is. I'm going balls deep. Mention this real quick. I'll put this on <laughs> Facebook because this is an amazing picture. This is what I had to go back and check. There's a picture that looks like Sice Noodles was holding out a licked cigarette. And I was shocked. I was like, this can't be right. But it's one of those stills that someone managed to grab in perfect sequence. Joe Yowser is walking behind her. Her hand is out. His ear antenna is like right at her fingers where she'd be holding a cigarette. So it looks like the cigarette. And one of the vines that are dropping from the ceiling has is being hit by sunlight and looks like the smoke stream. It's like just a perfect sequence shot. I'm going to grab this and put it on Facebook and just see what anyone, if anyone else sees what I see in this. That's cool. All right. Well, I don't know if you're if you're still going to vote for or bet five points, but your category is Han Solo. Are you sticking with five? Five points. Okay. When Han Solo says the line in Star Wars A New Hope, watch your mouth, kid, or you're going to find yourself floating home. Why is he saying that to Luke? What has Luke just said to him? You don't have to say Luke's quote. Just give me the situation. Why is he pissed off at Luke and telling him that. Good question, dude. Well, Luke just insulted the... He, he said something shitty about the Millennium Falcon. Um, they're escaping. And... Uh, I'm trying to think of what specifically he said. He said, Hey, Chewie, you're home. He's like, That's my line. um yeah i mean i he he he, i can't i can't think of specifically what he said but he 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 did made a a negative remark concerning the integrity of the millennium falcon final answer final answer yeah okay well i'm gonna tell you what happened (laughs) there They've blasted their way out of Mos Eisley, and there's two Star Destroyers chasing them. And Luke says, Why didn't you outrun him? I thought you said this thing was fast. Oh. And what are you saying dang it for? That's five points, baby. Uh, I don't know if mine really counts. What are you I, talking about? What? What, do you, what do you mean? Yeah, because that's what you said about the Falcon. Okay. Yeah. That's a, I, I, said, I said in the vaguest of terms, I'll take the five points. You know, no. that's how I got the 21. <laughs> that was a thing said in the movie. I mean, he said he something, and that's why he responded. It, five it, points. It was a response to a negative remark. <laughs> uh, that's a, All right, I will take those five points. Thank you. That's a slam dunk, Tim. You you nailed it. You didn't give me suck it, it, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be suck it, 
sometimes vagary pays. Vagary's not a word. <laughs> All right, Matt, are you ready? I am ready. 23 for Tim now. Woo-hoo. Tied with me. No, I got 21. He's past me. You have 26, Matt. I have 26 points. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Carry All right. Matt, your category is R2-D2. All right. I will go for four points. Try to sneak one ahead of you. For four points, answer this question. When is the first time R2-D2 uses his little dick? (laughs) (laughs) Man, that should have been my question. You know what I'm talking about, right? That little little shaft. I I have no question of what you're referring to. Okay, good. When's the first time he uses it? I think it's... This seems too late, but I think this is it. I think it's when he's in the Death Star in that control room finding the... Trying to find where Princess Leia is being held. So I think that's it. I'll stick with that answer. No, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Sorry, Chris. Ooh, does it have to be the one that inserts something or one that comes out and presses something? The insertion. I'm looking for okay. full insertion well, of his little dick. Then I think that's it, because I think he uses his arm to press the button to open the door to the um, the uh, escape pod, but that's not an insertion. If it's insertion, I think it's in the control room in the Death Star. That was really fast thinking and fast answering, and I like how you're saying that's it. I like this. Okay. Okay. You have the place absolutely correct, so... To me, that's a correct answer. Okay. I asked you, I asked you when, and you told me where. You actually, he's not when he's doing that. He's doing something different than what you said. But that's not what I asked you. I didn't ask you what he was doing. Oh. So to me, that's that's a correct answer. Okay. What was the answer you were? What is he doing? Correct. Yeah. Uh. Well, well, what you said was correct. It's it's exactly in that room when they're you know they're in the stormtrooper suits and. Uh, after you know, like anyway, you you nailed it. Like exactly when it is, okay. he's actually looking for the uh, location of the tractor beam. Oh yeah, okay. And then he says, and he starts giggling, and sees people. He goes, he keeps repeating, he's found her, he found her. So that was a side. <laughs> that was a side benefit of fucking the computer. Apparently, <laughs> it's probably a good good thing that they blew that uh, Death Star up because in nine months, <laughs> this like half astromech half. Half killing machine Death Star would just like shoot out that port that that Luke shot his proton <laughs> torpedo into. That's the birth canal of hell. <laughs> Boop bleep. All right, Chris, it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> your category is Princess Leia. Five. I'm already out of the game. Five points. Okay. This is one of these questions that I've written where uh, your propensity to play these sound clips has these things embedded at least in my mind and probably in many other people's here they come so <laughs> yeah that's the idea but your <laughs> clip your your sound bite of princess leia and you play this a lot is when she goes help me oh i thought it was gonna be i don't like this oh <laughs> uh, yeah you know the one i'm talking about help, help me. me when does she say that Oh, you fucker. <laughs> um, when she's in need of help. You're not... Vagueness. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not It's not when she says, tell me, oh, one can only hope. You're not no. saying that part. Yeah, I know. 
No, that's it's a that's the sentence. Help me. Oh my god. Um what's going on when she says that? I all this shit's going in my head right now. Little head. <laughs> my little my little tiny head. Um first thing I thought of it was in the garbage disposal area and then I'm thinking that's yeah, stupid I'm, th- then I'm thinking when um, in, in uh, Empire when Fett and them were going down the hall in Bespin and have her and if she says it then I'm going all over the place here um, I'm thinking Harry met Sally and she's <laughs> trying to I'll have what she's having. Um, I'm thinking under the rainbow when they start taking her clothes off with a sword, whatever that was. Dave, this is a damn good question, though. Well, you really wrote it because you play all those damn. I do, and I'm I'm using the other uh, mic here, so I can't play the sound effects. But I know exactly what you're saying. Help me! Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's like it's like an echo too. It's like it's not really like I'm saying in the garbage in the trash compactor. Maybe when she's trying to pick up one of those one of those big ass um, sticks to try to like wedge between the walls. Final answer minus five, um, <laughs> seven. Wait, yeah, minus five. Final answer, right. Dave. I'm done. All right, shut up and listen. I'm listening. <laughs> First of all, I am really impressed that you that you remembered it to the point where you remembered there was an echo, and you used that as a clue in your answer. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Am I am I wrong? Because I finish. Right, I got peace. Just shut up. <laughs> because she says that in the trash compactor when she's picking up the pole to try and wedge between the walls. You you couldn't have gotten that more correct. Tim, you suck it now. Wow. <laughs> you totally you 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 totally destroyed that. Cuz when I'm playing it it's the echo and, I, and and I'm thinking she's down in that in that hole and she's saying it and it's echoing off the walls. I'm awesome. I am impressed. So guess what? I'm nowhere I'm nowhere near anybody yet. <laughs> that was like, that was good. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> All right, your category, Dave, is I'm this is just a question first. Who, besides Jar Jar, who is your like your second least favorite character of the prequels? Boss Nass. All right, then He's, he is my least favorite. I think this this one might be in your top in your top five of your worst. The okay. category is maybe not Count Dooku. Eh. <laughs> eh. He's, he's whatever. What? How many points does Matt have? And how many points? Do I have? Um. Matt, Matt, thirty. You twenty nine. Tim twenty three, and me sixteen. Okay. <clears throat> if you if you go one, no, yeah, if you go one and you get it, it's a tie game. Yep. I want to force Dave's hand to bet some points. But it's a prequel character, and I'm awful at these. And yes, you are. I won't say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bet two. Oh, get that little one point above him if he or yeah, three no. points below me if he loses. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Two points. Two points. Multiple choice question. Mm-hmm. Count Dooku speaks a total of 
Oh my four, god. Four lines, seven lines, or ten lines? In Revenge of the Sith. Just in Revenge of the Sith. Just in Sith. 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 <laughs> Total of four, seven, or ten lines. Four, seven, or ten. And he's not in it long. Cuts his head off. He, I mean, the, you, you're tempted to go four. Seven and ten both sound. I'm going to say four. That's my final answer. Final answer, four, seven, ten. You bet two. You're winning by a point from oh. Matt. Ooh. 31 yeah. to Things 30. Are getting interesting. All right. Final scores, uh, Dave 31, Matt 30. Damn. Tim and I are out, 23 and 16. Great job. Great. Great job, Dave. That was awesome. You were the best. You're no. the best. All right. All right. Never going to um, go and eat my meat. My meat. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the episode featuring Sai. Si- wait. <clears throat> Sai Snoodles. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next time when we discuss Grindin! Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information.